Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Ladies and gentlemen, oh, welcome to the Lazy Podcast. And this is going to be one with lots of Z's on the end. Um, dude, we ate some uh, catfish, some grits, some mac and cheese, some colored greens, colored greens for the Negroes. Uh, you had uh, eggs, sausage, potatoes. We're giving you the verbal description of an Instagram picture. Uh and yeah. some fucking waffles, dude. I just, we, you know, we ate there the last time we were here. Yes. Didn't didn't it feel like it was better the first time we were here, or did you like it just um, as much this time? It felt the same. Same. I liked it better the first yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but I am tired. It wiped me out. Did it? Yeah. You've been sleep the whole. This is the second time. And ironically, no. This is the second time Andy and I are doing Ontario. Same room, two beds, same food, <laughs> same table. Everything is the same. Yeah. Um, but this was a this was an interesting weekend because... This was a great weekend in terms of the the audience. Yeah. Saturday wasn't as good as Friday, but... But uh, Friday was like one of those shows that I'm going to... Like, I rem- I'm going to remember that as probably one of my favorite shows. Well, we I'm were just coming off Bridgeport, which I didn't think was too bad. You didn't like it too much. No, but, that's um, you. Yeah. Uh, no, uh... You, you, I didn't like Bridgeport. You, you liked it. I mean, the shows weren't bad. I mean, you know what I mean. The audience wasn't bad. Uh, it ain't, it ain't, uh, you know, pussy snickle. But it was, it was, it was, uh, it was okay. There was nothing to do in Bridgeport. Well, that's definitely for sure. The the host was in training. Yes, and uh, it was it, it was a tough setup for me. But Ontario is always a good bounce back. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. This I don't know if it was that because of that this seems so much better, but I that for Friday night I was like, oh man, comedy doesn't get better than this. And that room, the room in Ontario, yeah, is the room that I wish comedy clubs still had. Yeah, was it like three hundred seats? Three forty. And but it's in that little turn. To yeah, just, everybody seems close to you. Yeah, and and again the, the the diversity. I mean, everybody: black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Indian. Uh, the 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 Muslims, the Arabs, everybody's in this fucking room. Which is this room's interesting too in in what you're just saying because, uh, when I see a room and I say it's like forty percent, it's only forty percent black. Yeah, that means it's sixty percent white. Right, not in this room. No, it's a sprinkle of everybody. It's everybody. Um, fuck. Let's get right to it. The black version. Took it back to the 80s, nigga, with the. Fat boys. Fat boys are back. And you know, they can never be whack. This is from 
Yes. How do you pronounce this? W-S-A. You're jumping right into the emails. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is going to be, you know, we're waiting on Tim. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, plus I think Tim will help us carry the load for the other ones. Um, we've but, got, we're wrapping a few podcasts up today. Yeah, because Andy and I are going to be together for a while. He's, 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 he's slowly... Um, I think he's cheating on me more and more. No, not, this, this is not mine. No, you, you. This date that you got came last. You didn't get this until like two weeks ago. What date. you talking about, Mohegan Sun? Yeah, two or three weeks ago. Right. And I already had something booked for being in Phoenix. I was yeah. out here, and I just thought I would. You supposed to drop side bitch for your main bitch <laughs> on cue, nigga. Um. So yeah, we gonna we gonna we we gotta do like three hours worth of podcast today. So, uh, yeah, I'm starting out with the emails. That don't mean they're gonna play in this order. But um, we waiting on your man to show up to ask some more artillery. Yeah, Tim's Tim's gonna be an interesting dude on this podcast. Okay, because he doesn't agree with either one of us. Well, I'm gonna make sure I keep the door open so that we can <laughs> kick this nigga out, uh, Uncle Phil style with Jazzy Jeff. Um, so here we go. Yeah, I said Fobs. Hi, how are you? Big fan. Since Mad TV and everything else. Great fucking interview on Drink Champs. Long overdue. So talented. I just listened to the Pussy Podcast. Yes. Although I'm in a monogamous relationship with my husband, I I hate to agree with you on the multiple women part. Laugh out loud. I actually agree with you on a lot of shit, especially eating naked. Sweetie, I'm trying to tell you, you understand. For those of you who take it serious, why use a napkin when you can use your mid-chest? You know what I'm saying? Why use a napkin when you use your inner thigh to sop up buffalo sauce? Um, I'm really considering taking my husband out for his birthday and picking up a woman. I like this bitch at the end of the night. We've never done anything like this, but I always watch him out and about. I see how women look at him. It's sexy. He's sexy as fuck. God hot writing this email. God hot writing this email. Yeah, baby, tone down on some of your man's sex appeal while I'm reading your shit. Don't put that image in my head. Uh, I'm 32, and he'll be 42. And we've been together going on 15 years. So it's not like we're new trying to save our relationship or bored. We have great sex. You know what makes sex even better, sweetie? When you put Aries in the middle. His mouth is a blessing, let me say. I just think women are beautiful and there's nothing like a woman's touch. Amen. I didn't ask him how he'd feel about another man. I did ask him how he'd feel about another man, and he got quiet, obviously. He says he'd need reassurance from me. I don't know why, but I prefer a woman as well. I want to see that shit. I want to see that shit Meyer was talking about in his song. Mayor, I want to see her and curve my... And, and ha- damn, I want to see her and my curves intertwining her soft lips and breasts, not looking for more testosterone in the bedroom. Jesus Christ. That was, well, John, that was John Mayer. Oh, was it? John, that's his song. I just want to let you know because I know it's a white dude and you probably didn't know his song. Didn't I tell you John Mayer was my motherfucking Yeah, no, I know. I'm just nigga. giving you just fucking shit. Something about the hair falls in your face. Um, my husband says that. We're here for a good time, not a long time. I wish more women would open up to it with their spouse. It's all in good fun. Your relationship has to be strong enough. If he leaves you after that, he was never yours. That's a slippery slope, baby. I feel your time is finally here. Stay real, stay honest. P.S. I attached a pic of my beautiful fam so you can see. Oh, this is the first time I'm seeing this bitch, this part. So you can see we're not too shabby looking couple. Yeah, okay, okay. I see your man got the uh, killer manga cut. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you know, sweetie, listen, that's a hard thing for a lot of women to digest. Um, And I'm going to be I'm going to be selfish as a man. Uh, Would I be into me and two chicks? Listen, I've tried it. Um, And I'm gonna be honest, I don't prefer, prefer it. It's not all the rave to me. Because I have a hard enough uh, time satisfying one broad, let alone trying to make sure two are okay. Uh, and I said I like my, you know, I like my nipples lick, uh, and my kneecaps suck. Um, but one broad can only do one. To have two bitches do that at the same time is an overload. It's like a bra- it's like a brain freeze. Yeah, I found out that I, I, I uh, me and two girls, I end up being the uh, 
the water boy really a lot quicker than I would like to be in that situation. The water boy. I like I came too quick. With two girls. I was excited. Right. And so then I was like, anybody need anything? Water, juice. <laughs> <laughs> While they were still going? I'll, I'll be back with some snacks and see what we can pick up when we left Shit. <laughs> um You know, I listen, I I and I I would I would assume that that's that's a lot of guys' fantasy. Um but weirdly enough for me, I just I've tried it and it ain't I'm a one on one guy. You know, I I don't I don't like that's even like, you know, my best friend was on at one point was like, yo, let's get two girls and you know, me and him fuck both girls and we in the same room. I don't even like that. Like if me and me and one girl and him and another and we just fucking in the same room, I don't like that. I, I, I like real privacy. I like one on one me, her privacy. Um, all that other shit. I like. I'm not big on. I said this before. I'm not big on head. You know what I mean? Some dudes. I don't understand some, that. Some dudes I, I go crazy. For, you... Nah, I, I like. I like a blowjob long enough to get me started, and then the moment I get erection, nigga, I'm ready for the meal. See, okay, I, I still like two girls, but the thing is, it's better if those two girls are friend are there into each other, and then you were just abused in that relationship between those two right then it's good because you're just that i can deal with when it's someone that i'm with and then you bring someone else in right now there's feelings i got to make sure everybody's okay especially right. your girl you, you're thinking about that in your head because you want you, you know if you look right. too happy to be with someone else i don't care how secure the girl is she's going to be unhappy with that situation not well maybe if it looks like you you there's intimacy yeah. Real intimacy. It's really, yeah. Like you, if you just if you fucking your girl, but you making love to the other bitch, then that's where the problem will be. But that's why it's nice when it's the two girls who are into each other, and they're just using you to be is that middle person. But that that is, again, all those things to me, I know are supposed to be guy fantasies. Ooh, two women. That does nothing for me. But like I said, there's a difference between two women that just have you are you are using using you for your sexual right. person and uh a girl who's making who's doing something for you right cuz then you i don't know i i think i got to that gets in my head like i have to keep someone else <laughs> right happy and happy and not seeing me enjoy myself too much the way you would want to maybe you yeah. think if you think if you you and your girl and another girl you might unconsciously Start getting too happy with the other chick. Yeah, because that's brand new. That's right. that's that's new. That's new. Right. That's everything that you do. Everything that you taste on that's going to be the first time that you had that. Right. So it's going to be you know. You Got to pretend like you ain't into it. So that I and I did, and that's one of the reasons it it, 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 it with. That's why I said it was better when it was two girls that were into each other, right. and then I was just you, you're just the toy. Right. I'd rather be the toy in that situation. Right. Yeah, sweetie. Uh, you know, listen. If 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 y'all's relationship you feel is that strong, um, you know, to where you know you could get that off, and and you feel that secure, um, God bless you, because it's 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 there's a unique confidence you have to have and a strength mentally and emotionally to be able to do that and and be okay. Um, it really ain't up to me to say because I don't know how you know. If y'all are as secure as you say you are, then yeah. But I always think that that's a slippery slope, assuming that no matter what, you know, your pussy is so dynamic and y'all love is so strong that if the right chick come along, that may not, you know, hurt you later down the line. Um, maybe he's that dude. Maybe he really is that strong for you. But no, but if the relationship is there, that seems like it could work. But she said something else in the beginning of that where she said about a dude, yeah. and as unfair as this sounds, right. nah. Oh, of course not. That's not. You that's mean two not, dudes? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, no, no, that no, doesn't happen. No, no, that don't. No, um, and if it does happen, that nigga low key gay. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want. I don't. I don't. No other dick is to be the star of my moment. You know what I mean? I, I'm. I'm. I'm the Burt Reynolds here. Well, you know, a woman asked me what's the difference, and I said penetration. And I mean, there can be penetration, but there's we leave. We leave stuff. I mean, we, you know, we, we don't just like a woman comes in and it's, it's very different than a guy who it, it's, it, it's aggressive. Depending. Right. And so, no, listen, I, I, I said, um, I, I, I couldn't handle 
having another man make my girl moan. No. I, I, and I think dudes who can handle that, y'all some freakish motherfuckers. Like, I, I just, the idea of making my woman moan and hearing her <sighs> from another man's stroke, yeah, I'm, I'm not that secure. I, I, I'm not that secure. You know, just because it's a comedy podcast, I'll say this too. Remember even when Chappelle on the new special says right. uh, that that's why he doesn't watch other people do comedy? Right. Because comedy is his... Is his is is is, 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 his, is his woman right? Yeah. His bitch, you know. Yeah. He's not, and he doesn't want. Yeah, he doesn't want to see someone else fucking it. Like he right, doesn't want right. to see. And he knows he could do it better. Right. Um, yeah, my girl doesn't really watch sports, uh, but if she did, I would make her put on the Taliban outfit. <laughs> what you call them shits? Uh, burqa. Yeah. Is it a burqa? The hijab and then the, the burqa. Hijab, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the hijab is it's the just hat. a hat. Yeah, the, the hat. I mean, the full on. You want the whole burqa? I the want hood. the whole the, with just the, the eyes and the, and the and the bridge of the nose. If she, because I don't want them niggas on TV to see her. <laughs> I be that. I, be, I ain't want them niggas on TV to see her. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't do that, man. I couldn't do that. You know, and just like I said, even if we weren't fucking the same girl, if it was two, if it was one on one, but two of us in the same room, like I, my, my boy Ivan, every now, yo, let's get these bitches back to the room and let's and he'll fuck one on on one of the beds and I'll fuck one on the. I don't want to accidentally glance over and see this niggas meet. I, I just I can't. What I don't want to hear anybody. What 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 if the other girl like she starts like she, I don't want to hear anybody having that much of a good time because I don't know what I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do. you don't know what you're gonna be doing, doing yeah what is she what are my girls not okay let, let's say let's say I am doing a good job let's right. just pretend I'm even doing a really right. good job right. my girl's just not a loud girl she's right. not she doesn't make a lot of, and and then and the other girl is just like an encore performance right. girl right and she's right. making all the noise and you know I I don't know I it would just it would hurt my feelings. <laughs> Not to mention, listen, the, the reason I couldn't do that, I, and you, it's funny that you said about sports, uh, my girl, uh, when we were in uh, Dallas a few, two years ago, right. um, some of the hockey players were there. Mm-hmm. And there's this one dude who plays for uh, um, uh, Dallas uh, Stars. That's the hockey team. And he's a good-looking dude, and he's a hockey player. And I told you my girl loves hockey. And I said, hey, you know, so there's some hockey players here. She goes, who was here? And I said, you know, the guy. And she goes, oh, yeah, he's really good-looking. I was just like, that's not. Yeah, I, see, that doesn't do. I, that made me like. I, I, I was like, I wanted to go. Well, I'm funny, so fuck that. And right. Hang up the phone. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, again, I, I and I'm, and I've said this, and I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm not. I should say I'm not proud to admit it, but I'm not ashamed either. Um, yeah, I'm not a secure dude like that, man. Like that, that kind of confidence that niggas have where they, again, allow their girls to have male friends and, you know, I, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I just, I, to me, there's something off about it. The friendship doesn't bother me. Like, and we've had this conversation before, as long as it's, it, it, as long as it, it's the time that they spend, what kind of time, where they're spending that time. Like they have friends at work. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't want you. I don't need, like you just said. I don't need you to tell me who you think is cute, sexy, who you have your your celeb man crush on. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to know that. Um, God, I don't know that I don't want to know, but I don't want to know. But you know what I mean. I don't right. want to know. But I, if she all of a sudden stopped telling me she had to like someone she thought was right. that would make me feel. Now I, I would. Now I'd wonder why she isn't. Right, being forthcoming with me. What is she hiding? Right. Like for like like my my daughter. Uh, when I went to promote this show in Ontario, I went and did Big Boy uh, Radio Station and uh, in the iHeart Building. And as we were leaving, the guy that played on Seinfeld, he would play I think Elaine's boss. Tall dude, white hair. Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Peterman. Mr. Peterman. He was in the elevator as we were leaving, and so it's me and my, my lady and and my daughter and her friend part of the group and I, we both recognized him but we couldn't think of the name so you know we, he was standing towards the front door and we were like kind of behind him so I would look at her and I mouthed the words but without you you couldn't hear me but you saw me mouth the words and she was like I don't know I don't know so finally when the elevator opens as we're leaving she turns back to him she goes you're so talented now, listen, if this was, you know, 
Michael Jordan or Kobe or someone that I perceive as a threat, I really might have been really mad. Um, but even that, I, I wanted to go, bitch, straighten up your back. What the fuck you <laughs> leaning back, tell this motherfucker how talented he is. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it's Mr. Peterman. So, you know, there was no real threat. It's like the same if she, if she saw Newman. Um, yeah. But the fact that she even leaned back and got all googly-eyed and went, you're so talented. Bitch, what the fuck you doing? It's John O'Hurley, by the way, is his name. Yeah. Um, uh, but so why would that bother you, though? Uh, fuck it. Uh, fuck. See, I always thought it was like if I'm there and she and my and my girl like is see someone that she either recognized or that even if it was a good looking dude, I still feel good that she's with me. So it doesn't it doesn't necessarily bother me. I don't trust these hoes, man. <laughs> That's what it really boils down to. I don't trust these bitches. Because I'm telling you, and, I, and again, not, not to say that these girls would, would, would disrespect their men and give me some pussy. But again, I see how some of these chicks get but, when they're with their men and they, and they see somebody they like, somebody that's famous. They, they, they shake your hand different. They want a hug. They want a kiss. And all of that, to me, spells danger. No, and I see why you say that. I was going to say something else. I was going to say that there was a different reason why. But I'm going to go with you on what you just said because I've been there when we're selling merch after the show. And I seen the guys like talking to you mm-hmm. and they're like really focused on another, like focused in a different way on talking to you. Like you, you mm-hmm. comic legend, you know, my mm-hmm. friend, like I, I've looked up to you. I've watched you since. And the girls, like when the guys aren't really paying attention, they're like, they some slick hoes, man. They're grabbing you in a they're, way. They're some letting slick you hoes, know man. That there's an opportunity there. I know. And I don't, I wouldn't even go as far as to say there's an opportunity. Because, again, I don't think they would disrespect their men and go, if I get a chance to sneak away and fuck this nigga, I would do it. No, but they want to leave their mark. Okay. They, they want you okay. to know. They want you to know, wink, wink. And I just, you know, it's sneaky. It's sneaky, sly shit. And, and, and even though I'm not saying yes, do I think, like at one point when the show was on The Wire, my girl really thought, you know, Idris Elba was sexy. And she kind of conveyed it to me. Now, if I was with her somewhere and put Idris Elba in that elevator, same thing. So talented. But maybe as she says it, an extra ding in her pupil, nigga. A little ding. I can't see it, but he saw it. See? Ah, some sneaky shit. That's just sneaky. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like Kyla Lacey said, I wonder what his genitalia does with my genitalia. Them thoughts are there. Well, of course they're there. I mean, every I, I, and I and I think the reason we get that way, men, you know, get this way, is because we have to look at ourselves and question what we would do if we were in a situation that we could, thought we could get away with something and it was someone that we found. Okay, but fair enough. But we. And that's not to say they will do it. Not now, especially yeah. older. Yeah. Once upon a time, maybe. But we might not do it. But it's expected with us. No? <laughs> it's, it, it, but it shouldn't be. It should be. We're men. But we should also be in control of who we are as a person. We all should, yes. But the way the rules are written, it's just not how it is. It's just not how it is. So what would you change in the rules? Because if we're in this Me Too and women are equal and everything that we're saying is, is correct, if, if we're going this way, should men become more in control of their situation or should women be allowed to go fuck around the way they, men have in the past? No, women, women, could, women should be able to fuck around the way men do if they're single. But once you get in a union with a nigga, you got to be faithful. It's a blood oath. It's like the mafia. But the dudes don't have to be. No. But then that that's not ah, even Ah, nigga, that's the rules. <laughs> what rules? That's is the rules. Where are these rules? I want to see the rules. It, it's just the rules. It's like the, in the mafia, no women and kids. Is this black rules or is this men rules? Men rules, men nigga. Rules. Men rules. Okay. If, if you are a woman and you're in a relationship with a man, your husband, your your boyfriend, 
yo, you can't do it. You can't do it. Can he? He shouldn't. But, yo, it's fucked up, right? Yeah, that's why I'm saying it. The rules, baby. Mafia, no women and kids. Just what oh, it is. Also, what you're saying is they get other passes in other areas, so that's why this they have to hold up to this this uh, ideal. Yeah, yeah. But in, in a war, in, in a battle, we're gonna they get to live. Yeah, yeah. The Titanic's going down. They get the extra boats. There you go. But they can't fuck anybody. There you go. After the, the relationship, okay. Like, why the fuck the women and kids gotta go first? Why my life ain't valuable? I've done things this little nigga has yet to do. He don't know what he's missing. I know what I'm missing. Fuck that. So that's that's your yeah, payment. That's that yeah, that's your yo. okay. Yeah, yo, yeah. All right, we're gonna have to have we're, we're gonna have to have uh, what's your girl's name? Kyla, Kyla, Kyla Lacey. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to have her back on to discuss this part yeah. right here. Um, <laughs> but you all you already know what she would say. It's about doing fucking dishes. Uh, Devon McGee, this is my man right here. Hey guys, my name is Dev. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I can relate to all the topics you guys discuss, and I love the conversation between the two of you. My favorite episodes are all the Rocky podcasts. I'm a big Sly fan, and I love Rocky. My favorite is Rocky Three. Uh, say what you want, but Mr. T made the franchise mean. Clubber Lang will always go down as Rocky's hardest opponent. Because he's the only person Rocky had to fight twice. No, my man. Are you serious? Fought Apollo Creed Three twice. twice. Three times if you count the one that we didn't see. What the fuck is wrong with you, Devon? Let's go, brother. I also love the 80s and 90s movies you guys talked about. I'm a big movie fan, and some of my favorite movies range from The Five Heartbeats, The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book? That's about the kid and the, with yeah. the animals? Uh-huh. The Disney movie, the cartoon, or the live, the live. Uh, Does it matter? Well, yeah, because I want to know which one he's talking man about. Man cards, man points, nigga. You just lost two. You don't. You man don't think points. Disney cartoons have any relationship in, in, in that, that that they can't be man movies? Nigga, you are allowed. You only allowed to go to Buffalo Wild Wings and order two hot wings. You can't have six. So, but you like uh, the movie with the redheaded girl, the cartoon. What redheaded girl? The Little Mermaid? No, no, no. The um, it's the it's the one where she's a cartoon in the regular world. Jessica Rabbit? Yeah. You like that. Nigga, that is not a cartoon for kids. No, but still. And look at the titties on that bitch. Um, Uncle Buck to Grease. I think a good podcast topic would be classic video games. One of my favorite cl- games was Di- Dynamite Cops for Dreamcast. If you ever get to the play. If you ever get to play it, you'll see what I mean. I'll continue to watch the podcast as we, as we work our way to 200 episodes. Love the podcast. You guys keep up the good work. Oh, and P.S. Harold Ramis' character on Ghostbusters' name was Egon. Laugh out loud. I wish Andy was a video game dude, but he's not. I'm not. Uh, I, so. after, after, it was out of the, uh, after they took him out of the malls and you didn't have to put quarters in, right? I didn't play. Well, I would think you would because now it's free. No, man. I, I thought the, your Jew would be no. all over that. I didn't like the controller. Like Atari, when Atari, Atari Missile Command, right. just it, right. it, it destroyed me playing at home. And I never got past it. Yeah, I would love to be able to talk video games on here with Andy, but I would just be talking to myself. Yeah. Because he, he don't fuck with the games. I don't play um, games. I don't have time for games and TV. and I barely have time for TV shows. Because what? Because now this sounds insulting. Why? But why you don't have time? I don't know. I just never made. I never made time for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, what else did he say? Uncle Buck, Grease. Uncle Buck. Did you do you remember Uncle Buck? I John Candy. No. No. Yeah, that was what a big John Candy fan, man. Really? Nah, you didn't like planes, trains, and automobiles? Never saw it. Dude, never saw it. Dude, there's so many quotable lines that yeah. you would like that. Oh man, wasn't a big fan of him or Steve Martin. Dude, I'm like telling that. you, we're gonna have to do this movie podcast. We're gonna get together, <laughs> guys. I'm trying to talk him and send some I'm, emails. Listen, I want to do it. Just every week, at least, or every other week, at least, we just do uh, pick a, a movie. Five Heartbeats. Great movie. Who was the dude? And he used to work a lot. He was in Five Heartbeats, but he also played the bus driver in Speed. He was the one that got shot. Remember? Yeah, but I don't. The nigga looks like a Geico caveman. <laughs> you can't forget this nigga. The, the brow on this motherfucker with the straight hair backwards. This nigga literally looks like the Geico caveman. 
What did you say? It, it was in speed? He was the bus driver in speed. Speed. I guess I could have typed that in. Steve, elevator music here. Joe Morton? No, nigga. Joe Morton was one of the cops. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. I don't know. Is he Glenn Plummer? No, Glenn Plummer was the one that Keanu took his Jaguar to I, get on the bus. I don't remember that much of this movie. Don't, wouldn't they just pull the cast up? Yeah, yeah. You oh, goodness. Because I don't remember speed. Right there, Hawthorne James. Nigga, just look at the picture. That's the Geico man. Hold on, let me let me let me get this picture a little bigger. I got old eyes. Oh goodness, dude, I am so old this week. Like I'm really feeling it. Oh yeah, I kind of remember him now. Yeah, he was in Five Heartbeats. He played like the uh, I don't know if he was like a janky promoter or a yeah yeah. And he would work a dude, lot. I think that's. I don't think he looks like a, the Geico. Dude, caveman. he looks like the Geico caveman. Maybe nigga. in that in that scene. In, in everything box. you've seen him in. Oh yeah, I just enlarged the picture a little bit. Yeah, look at the brow on that motherfucker. Uh, that's rough. Um, so yeah, man, and uh, appreciate you, uh, Devon. We are gonna have to get on that. Um, here's another one from Devon. I believe that child support is legal extortion, and all it does is make these females less productive. Child support is entrapment that allows women to have children without the consent of the father and then forces him to pay. It should be completely done away with. Amen. Can I get an amen? But but then how is, if you if you do consent, there's a, you get a divorce? Don't you think that? Some money. How, how is the kid supposed to be raised? If, if there's no, if, if again, from what I've seen, a child can be raised for the price of a cup of coffee, and most in some places, and you Not get everybody lives pictures and letters. Yeah, yeah. So, but what? Well, well, Just be reasonable. Be reasonable. Just be reasonable. Reasonable would be nice. So, but I want to hear another. I would like to hear another answer besides be reasonable. How do you? How do you make that happen? Because my dad. Went to Israel, so he didn't have to pay any child support. Wow, that's that's escape for your ass. Yeah, you go to Israel, you didn't pay any child support, and uh, my mom raised me, and my my stepfather raised me. So, but I find out so much more about Andy every day. We got he got more and more common with niggas than he thinks. This Dan's pops went to Israel. He went to a whole nother place to get away from that responsibility, which is technically Africa. Is it? Yeah, it's the African continent. Israel. Yeah, I never knew that. Same continent. Holy shit. So, there. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't wait to get a comment on that one. That's going to be the best one. Uh, this is from Armando Perez. Hey, Aries. Love the podcast. First time hitting you up. Big fan of your stand-up. You're one of the most underrated stand-ups today. Thank you, brother. I want to tell you that I listen to your podcast as I drive around L.A. delivering packages for FedEx. Really dig the way you speak your mind and keep it real, especially when you give us, the listeners, a drive to keep pushing for what we truly want to do in our lives. Like when you offered to come on that dude's podcast to help him out. Also, dig how Andy isn't afraid to give his standpoint on certain topics. He's a pretty cool dude. It would be a boring pod if he was just your yes man. Overall, nigga, get me some fucking coffee. <laughs> You're supposed to say yes. Oh, it didn't even occur to me. <laughs> Give me some fucking coffee. Yes. Uh, yeah, that would have been funny. Yes, yes. Sorry, I missed the comic punch on yeah, that. You totally. I threw you the ball, nigga, and you let it go to the ref. Um, overall, just wanted to really say thanks for the really funny and interesting podcast. It truly makes my day fly by. Hoping to catch you live soon. All good, brother. I tried to actually leave him some tickets, but he couldn't make it. Uh, Where at? Over here in Ontario. Oh, oh, he, oh he's in here? He's yeah, because he, he delivers packages in L.A. You weren't even listening. Yeah, I heard that, but uh, in L.A., that's not like an easy trip over here. It's an hour drive. Is that the closest one when you're in L.A.? Other than yeah. the, than the As a matter of fact, it's even closer because from my house to here is an hour. So from here to L.A. is like 40 minutes. What's Ontario? What's uh, Irvine? Is that further? It's all the same shit. It's all, it's yeah. all, every, everything's an hour away It's now. almost like... Uh, if it was San Francisco, Sacramento, San Jose, it's all in that vicinity. 
From L.A., it's all five hours. From each other, it's a matter of 15, 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this is from M. Riggins. M. Riggins. P.S., bro, you and Andy should come to the New Brunswick Stress Factory. We're going to get there. We just was talking about Bridgeport. I heard episode 109 when you said you used to live in the manor. I was like, my nigga. I lived on the other side of North Brunswick on Route 27, the Hidden Lake area. God, I know that shit too well. I would, me and my boys used to run through the woods because you, you have to go through the woods from the back of North Brunswick Manor to get through Hidden Lake. And we would always run through the woods to get into Hidden Lake because that's what all the bitches was. Dude, I can't even imagine you in the woods. That's what's funny. Right. I can't imagine no kids in the woods today. No, but I just like the idea of you running through the woods is just slavery, right? They're like no, no, right? no, because you're so like I see you only as like city. Like I see you as New York, LA. I don't see you as the Well, it wasn't like the manor was the country. No, but when you're in the woods, yeah. In when you're in New Jersey and the woods are real woods. Like right. they're like trees, woods, probably yeah. deer. Yeah. There's sh- yeah. animals, shits yeah. in the woods. Man, you will run through a volcano for some pussy. That's what I was doing, nigga. I was running through the woods to get to that snatch. Uh, I would love to chop it up with you and Andy for two seconds. Since you th- respond to my emails all the time, and I forgot to hit you up last week, they had a Rocky Marathon on last week. They played one through five and then played five all right back. I watched it all damn day. Peace, bro. If North Brunswick in this bitch. Oh, yeah. The first time you responded to me was on episode 80. You said you learned how to wear an Argyle sweater here. That must have been a long-ass time because when I moved here from Orange, New Jersey, black people were taking over, and now we getting kicked out by the Indians. Peace, bro. We've got to tell these niggas to move. Oh, in Orange? We don't want these niggas here. <laughs> That's uh, Star Pizza's in, in Orange, I think. In East Orange, New Jersey? I think it's East Orange, yeah. Really? Star Pizza, that's one of my favorite pizza places that i found so far in uh, in Jersey. I didn't even know you traveled to East Orange. Yeah. My yeah. My, my my girl's mom is from, from East Orange. Right. Holy shit, okay. Yeah, there used to be the uh, East Orange Club 88 where, back in the day when me and Bill Bellamy started out. East Orange, New Jersey. God damn, look at you. Tina Miller. Uh, at your at at your Columbia Comedy House show, you said you would date a white woman, but wouldn't marry her. Why not? I don't think it's a race issue, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that subject. I am white and have married and date only black men the last twenty years. As you say, black men have their own swagger and confidence and sex appeal, just the way they carry themselves. I'm not attracted to white men at all, but if I would date you. Uh, but if I would date you and lay up with you, I don't know why I wouldn't marry you unless it was just a friend with benefits, not because of your race. So what's your thoughts? Well, Tina, um, again, uh, I, I hold no, no segregation towards pussy. Uh, you know, my black dick and a white JJ can lock arms anytime and sing we shall overcome. Um, but that's temporary. Fucking is temporary. Um, if I'm going to live a life with someone, if I'm, if I'm going to, if I'm going to wake up every day next to you, go to bed with you, share a family teachings and experience. Um, I got to feel that we relate. Um, and my struggle is not white people's struggle. Uh, my kid's education, which is going to be needed for, for if nothing else, their own survival. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard for me to toe that line between being able to do that and be truthful with it. But at the same time, um, be, be, be honest with it to myself. Um, and I feel like, you know, listen, the black family structure has always not been the strongest. And I don't think you add to that by continuing to dilute the potency of the natural juices. Um, so, you know, I, listen, I feel I relate 
to women of color better. I'm more comfortable with a woman of color. Um, we both have the same history, same upbringing, the same thoughts, the same feelings, the same experiences. Just, just certain things racially that's more harmonious uh, but to us. And, 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 I, and I feel like with a white woman, that natural connection is not there. And I'm forcing it. Um, so I, I don't know how that sounds to you, but. She just told you she was been in a relationship, lived in a relationship 20 years with black men. Yeah. So she's going to have that, that structure, that, that, that 20 years of living in a relationship with, you know, in black culture. You don't think that she so can relate more, to you? So the more time you spend with niggas, you automatically adapt? No, no. She's going to relate to you, though. She's going to see the, She's going to see what's going on day to day. She's living a day to day lifestyle with, in, in the I'm, I'm assuming I'm, I'm going to I'm stretching because I'm assuming that she lives in it because maybe the dude she lives with lives in a white community. But well, maybe, what, oh, what, oh, what oh, it oh. sounded like, though, that they live in a black that she lives in a black community. So. She would have that. Put it like this. I'm going to go back to her words. Black men have a certain swagger. So do black women. Black people, period, there you go. have a swagger. I like that better. So my swagger has to be matched by another swagger. And there's no swagger like a black woman's swagger. Okay, so when you... So the two swaggers together make sense to me. But you were with the Puerto Rican girl. Puerto Ricans are niggas, man. They, it's just it's, it's, it's Puerto Rican. Paul Mooney, Hispanics are niggas that can swim. Nigga, it's, 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 it's the flavor's there. It's a different flavoring, but the flavor's still there. And even then, if I'm being 100%, Hispanic swagger ain't nigga swagger. It's a swagger, but it ain't nigga swagger. Nigga swagger is specific. Do you wear Old Spice swagger? I wear all kind of shit. No, but do you wear that Old Spice swagger? That that from, from the cologne? Old, yeah, from Old Spice. Yeah, you like swagger? Yeah. Oh, I'm just checking. Yeah, I wear all kind of shit. Okay, I but, still have Jaquar Nar, nigga. <laughs> that's my shit. But that's, go ahead. That's, that's that's going back to the '80s, '90s. That was '90s. No, well, we had it in the '80s. I was from Jaquar Nar. Yeah, the black bottle. Yeah, I could have swore that didn't come till the '90s. As Arab dudes wore that back then. In the they 80s. wore the whole tub. <laughs> but go ahead. No, I, I get what you're saying. I, I really do get what you're saying. But I'm just saying if she's – but I, I, when you put it that way, that's different than someone who's been indoctrinated into a community. Right. So because if she – okay, but what if, what, if it's a, what if it's a white girl that grew up in a, in a black neighborhood? She's all black girlfriends. She has – She talks black. She's got the, female, the white woman black – I love black dick haircut. But it doesn't feel disingenuous because it's, it's her. It's really her. Ah, it's bad, but it is disingenuous. Okay. You, listen. You grew up in that culture and still disingenuous? I don't care how much you grow up in it. It ain't you. I'm not disagreeing with really you. I'm asking you. you questions. Yeah. It ain't really you. Listen. Again, my brother, white woman, you know, when I got kicked out of my crib, I lived in his crib. I was there for Christmas. All her family came over. The only other minority outside of me and him was one of her white male relatives' Asian girlfriend. Um, and, and again, pardon me, this might be my ignorance here, but being in a room full of nothing but white people, <laughs> and obviously her family has accepted him, uh, and who the fuck knows what they really say behind closed doors? When they come over to her house, are they going to be disrespectful to her husband? Of course not. But that don't mean that when they're home, they ain't saying some shit. And just having white eyes on me, all those white eyes, I feel uncomfortable, nigga. I just don't know what you're really thinking. You can smile with me. We can share cranberry sauce we 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 can we can clink eggnog glasses, but how do you really feel, dude? I but you don't think I feel the same way when I'm around all black people? I I never posed the question. You you do feel weird when I'm okay when I'm around all black folks and it's when I'm out. No, I don't feel weird. I never feel weird when I'm out. When I'm in, like you just said, like a family setting. 
Right. And I'm the only white dude there. Like, right. I've been over my friend's house, and, uh, and I'm the only white guy. And, all, right. like, all the family comes over, like, right. who don't know me at all. Right. And there's this white dude in the sofa in the living room. You don't think I feel that same way when I have all those eyeballs looking at me? Like, okay. who the fuck is this dude? Uh, right, right. Bro. <laughs> I like that you even threw in some nigga shit. <laughs> who the fuck is this nigga? Um, yeah, man. I, I, I just, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, and I know people listening to this will go, that's just ignorant, paranoid thinking. That is and not. It might be. No, it's not. It's not. Come on. Let's be honest. We're going to be really honest for this moment because okay. people like the honesty, right, right? Right, right, So let's be honest. There is no way that in a family unit, in a, in a family unit where we're talking about, let's say, 15, 20 people. Right. That someone didn't come in that house. Right. That just went, who? This and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel, and they might not be doing that, but in my mind, they're doing it. All of them are doing it. But I, I, I don't. I don't walk with the same comfort in a room full of white folks that I would walk with a room full of niggas. Like my step is a little with a room full of white people. My I don't slide as much. My glide ain't the same on the one two step. I I, I put some bank teller in my shit, you know. But see, see, this is where it's different. And I'm not trying to not be myself, but I'm not at my house either. Not, but there's a difference between not being yourself and not feeling comfortable. There is a big difference right. between those two. And that's fair. But like, as a white dude, I don't have, I don't get to just be more white. Right. I can't white it up and when it's all, right. all, all black people around me. and then Man, goes, did this hunky just grab <laughs> the food with his hand? <laughs> right. It's, it's different. It is different. But I do believe... That when you, outside of the people that we know, like right. like you said, you you go over someone's house, you know everybody there. If it was if it was six people and you knew them all, you spent days with them, you've had dinner with them, right. you broke bread with everybody in that room, you're not going to feel that same way. But add twelve more people to that room, right? And you don't know them. Plus, I don't know. I don't. I'm not one hundred percent familiar with white habits. I know you have some weird ideas about white habits. I do, man. Like like you know. If I'm hanging around black folk and we got our shoes and socks off, again, there's a natural comfort. I can't be hanging around five, six white people with all their shoes and socks off. I got to keep mine on. Something just don't feel right. I can't see that much pinkness loose. <laughs> just something feel right, nigga. <laughs> this is pretty funny. I- and, and my brother so much, and when I say my brother, listen, this is my best friend since fourth grade. He's not really my brother, but I call him my brother because he's closer with me than any family I really have. Uh, my man Ish, we grew up since fourth grade. We've been motherfucking Luke and Han Solo since fourth fucking grade. And I say this all the time. As much as I love my woman, as far as who's important to me, this nigga beats her by cunt hair. Because I know, again, if all else failed, I know this nigga got me for good. I think my woman got me for good, but you never know. She might have me and then some big dick Tarzan nigga come along and destroy everything. Ain't no dick going to get in the way of me and my man. So it's him, really my kids, then her. Um... So, yeah, man, I, and, and he's darker than me. Like, he's African. He's from Sierra Leone. He ain't Michael Blackson black. But, nigga, you could see. He's a smooth-looking African. He don't have them features, them nigga with the eyes and the lips. But he, he, he's definitely African. And the fact that they embrace him is mind-blowing to me because I'm just like, wow, this bitch really got the truest of the tribesmen. But you, you do realize, I mean, I hope you realize this, some white folks don't care. Dude, and that's why I'm saying there's going to be people listening to this going, yeah, that's just ignorant thinking. Because you're right. Some white people legitimately don't give a fuck. But man, my black instinct, my my survivalness makes me go, I don't know, nigga. Sleep with your coat on. But let me then ask you this question. Are there some black people that don't care? Like... That's mm-hmm. that's my my question. Are there some black people that don't care? I think there's more black people that don't care than the opposite. I'm not going to disagree with you at all. I'm not. I'm not. You know what I mean? I don't. We, we I don't think we get a, as caught up on that as y'all do. Well, but there's reasons. I, I I can give out a reason why this might be an issue. 
Right. And I'm and I'm just throwing this out there. I have no, I have never read anything about this. I've never put anything to test this out. Mm. I'm just going to say this. As a it, being white in America, you don't deal. You don't you when, especially before. I mean, right now we're in a different age. But ten years ago, there wasn't that many black people on TV. Commercials weren't black people selling you anything. Right. So when you're white, you saw everything as white. So when someone black entered your house and you're not used to someone black in your house, that's a stark change from what you see on your television, at your school, at whatever. Right. I went to a school where there was only two black kids in the school at one time. Right. A high school. Right. Um, but in, in, in a black world, you've same television. You're watching white people. White people are in your house constantly selling right. you shit, coming through your house. Right. So I'm not saying that, that's a, that there should be a pass for this reason. What I'm saying right. is, could this be a reason why? Right. I hear you. I hear you. It's, it, it, it never affected me because my mom was different. My mom raised us differently. Right. But had my stepfather been the only one that raised me, who was the, the, the Italian dude right. from Detroit, maybe that would have been different. Right. You know, Richard Pryor, I can't remember what album it was on, but he said something about niggas eat different. You know, baby, pass the motherfucker peas. Like, it, it, you know, he, it, niggas eat different. And I think, again, culturally, all of that comes into to play and into my mind. Like, I, I, like, like, even when I sit down and I eat with them, I can't chew the way I want to chew. <laughs> Dude. I really think, though, that the idea of what white America is 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 been sold to white people. I don't think that the Brady Bunch and any of that stuff really exist. And they sat around the table and they passed things in the right way. To I do, I do. Nah, I didn't. I never saw that growing up. Okay, but shit. I, maybe it grows up. Maybe it is with a certain percentage, a small percentage of people out there. But I don't see it that way. Right. I hear you. Uh, this would be great for Tim too. Um, it would have been good to have Tim on that one. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Gillard, dear Aries, what's up, champ? I've been listening to the podcast for a couple of weeks now, and I love what you keep, love what you're doing. Keeping it real, not sugarcoating shit, not being politically correct, uh, and always giving your raw, uncut, and uncensored opinion on the shit that's going on today in the world, from race issues, police brutality. Niggas getting your ass beat, politics, and you can't forget the alphabet gang, LGBTQ. Like Dave Chappelle said, bully motherfuckers left and right. Now, I got two issues with you, and don't take it personal. I'm from Brooklyn, too, nigga. Brownsville. Damn, nigga getting strong on me. To be exact, you know, growing up in Brooklyn, you got to have thick skin. You either going drown or sink. My issue is how do you have an entire episode of 90s films and leave an entire catalog from the golden era out. Not once did you mention Friday, Menace to Society, Bad Boys for Christ's sake. Bad Boys for Christ's sakes. You could have even said Out of Sync. That's the movie I did with LL Cool J. No, that was not even worthy of mentioning. With you, even if you didn't want to mention those movies, you still got fucking Casino and De Niro, Heat with Pacino and De Niro, American X, that dude that played Hulk, What's-His-Face, Edward Norton, and the words of Ed Lover. Come on, son. My second issue is with Andy. Now, Andy, you is my nigga. I fuck with you, but I think deep down inside, you low-key like the 45th. What You low-key like the 45th. Why are you always defending this cheese dodo that a kid licked and put it back into the bag? Andy, you got to stop taking offense when Aries says, when Aries throw, when Aries... Throw blows at white people. Oh, throws blows at white people at Trump. He's not talking to you specifically. He's talking about the bad white motherfuckers, the ones that used to be in the crowd with torches and shit back in the day. I fuck with you, Andy. But for real, you got to take your emotion out of it. 45 is a billionaire. He don't need you taking up for him or trying to get a different perspective. At least not for free, nigga. If you're going to say anything positive about him, put a free... Put a fee behind it and add it to his tab. Much love to the both of y'all. Aries, we still waiting for the second half of your career. Come out strong from Ice Breen. Um, yeah, bro. Listen, you know, you're right. Um, I didn't mention any of those movies. But again, we was trying to fit all we could into an hour. 
and some change. So I think with a lot of these movies, we're going to have to have an 80s part two, a 90s part two. Well, we even talked about it. We were going to do a whole black film section. Yes. That's kind of one of the reasons why I don't think we went that we didn't go in that direction. Yeah. Because we wanted to make that a little bit more specific. But you're right. We could have thrown it in there. I'm not going to yeah. deny you that. Yeah, at least one or two of those. So you're right. But I feel like that email was more for you. Oh, I'm ready for this one. First of all, I don't understand, again, why you think that it would emotionally affect me because I speak all the time about how even even Aries in a recent episode said, I know white people, not all white people. And I said, you don't have to say that. White people know which white people you're talking about when you say it. I, I, I'm not emotionally connected that way. That doesn't bother me at all. When we're talking about Trump specifically, I'm not defending Trump. I'm defending the right that you should say that the press should say exactly what he says because he does enough wrong already. You don't have to twist or make anything that way because that's how his his defenders have enough to say, see, they're going after him. He didn't do this. He didn't say it this way. He didn't mean it this way. He does mean it that way. So it, 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 it's nuance. Maybe you're, you're taking it like I'm trying to save Trump. I'm not saving Trump. I know that he's not a good person. He's not a nice person, and we can go as far as to saying, yes, he has racist bones in his body. How's that? I think that would appease him. Would it appease him? I think because that appease that, him. that's exactly how I feel about it. My, my problem is I don't like when we overblow things on him to try to focus on just uh, – uh, I want to make sure I say this right – there are other things in life that are more important that are going on in this world, and over-focusing on him because we don't like him isn't enough. He's not going anywhere. They, they, they've and tried. the scary thing is he really might not go anywhere. for another four years because we're focusing, <laughs> you're focusing, we're, we, uh, we are focusing on it in the wrong way. And again, when I say the press goes after him and they, over, they overdo something or they twist something, that just gives the people on the other side reasons to come out stronger, harder, and, and try to twist more people onto that side. I'm trying to say I'm not defending him. I would like to defend the truth as the truth lies because within the truth is the answers, and that's how you get rid of him. You're not going to get rid of him this way. This is not going to work out. That's what I'm talking about. And it, maybe I haven't explained it right because Aries says that I lead sometimes in the wrong way um, because I know, what I'm, I know what I'm thinking. I, I just assume everybody's thinking like me and probably not. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's amazing that a hat can make people feel a certain way because when I was in the lobby earlier getting these emails from the front desk, there was a group of white guys, a couple of white ladies, getting ready to leave and go somewhere. And I guess they were waiting on some more people. So this dude comes out, and he didn't have a red MAGA hat on, but he had a hat on that said Trump 2020. And I saw the hat. It just immediately made me go, ugh. So it's almost like, you know, that hat, that whole symbolism, anything Trump. And, you know, you, you, you're an outcast. You, you know, it, and, and, whether, yeah. and whether you believe... He is a racist, a narcissist, a sexist, and if you and if you and, and you don't, and even if you voted for him with the intention of believing that he really was going to make a change in your life, and it had nothing to do with you being a racist, supporting a racist, that hat condemns you. It turns people off. It does, but it, it, it shouldn't. And the only reason I say this is you're right. It shouldn't. It shouldn't because it also should be a reminder when you see that instead of being mad at that person. You should be like, we need to, we need to keep working because you're going to see that hat again for another four years. Mm. If you just get mad at the hat, because if you, I, I, there, there's a dude got, I, I, there was a video of a dude getting beat up because he's wearing his hat. Taking his, taking the hat off doesn't change who's president. No, it doesn't change president, but it might change you from an ass whooping. <laughs> rescue you from an ass <laughs> it might but I'm just saying especially that 2020 hat that's you could you're... still be a KKK member but without the outfit you ain't gonna get your ass whooped you're not but I mean that's another thing that people should think about though and, and it really is important to me when I when we talked about this political correctness and learning how to navigate these waters you don't you don't think people know that the people that really support Trump as as a racist as a race person person that is that true person that you're talking about? You don't think that they know enough not to wear the hat? Those are the people that aren't wearing the hat. Right. And when they do wear the hat, trust they're amongst their own. Their own, in their own in room. In privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David Swinko. 
Hi, Aries. My name is Dave Swinko. I'm a 28-year-old Polish Caucasian male and a huge fan. Ah, welcome. I know that's not Polish. I wish I knew what a Polish I don't know what it is. Oh, uh, should probably imitate Dennis Franz. Um, love watching you in the Mad TV days growing up. I found out you had a podcast about a month ago and have been binge listening ever since. I am currently listening to the Ice-T episode and what a great one, a great first time guest to have on. The relationship you and Andy have and the dialogue you guys bring is one of a kind. The things you talk about hit home with today's real world and I love how you say it like it is with no holding, say it like it is with no holding back. I bust out laughing hard when you go off and rant and when you make Andy say the N-word. Ha ha. Every, every one of these days seems to have a special of some sort regardless, regardless of what platform it's on. I have a handful of comedians I can watch, sit and watch their specials from start to finish and laugh. There isn't many, but Aries, your Hollywood look I'm spe- smiling special is flawless. From start to finish, it hits so hard on so many levels, and I am laughing hard and watching the whole way through. I know it's tough for you to put yourself up there with the greats and take such comments, but you're up there. You're up there, man. Top 10 realest and funniest comics to do it for me in my book. Keep being you, and it will pay off and come full circle. We need more people like you out there and and the type of content you bring to the comedic table. Jesus. I hope to catch your show next time you come to Philly. P.S. I like listening to Joe Rogan's podcast for the content, but he isn't as funny as you. I like this Polish kibasi nigga. Appreciate you, white guy. Love you, brother. Um, That's nice, right? Nice. How do you like that a white guy appreciates you making me say the N-word? I love it, nigga. Dude, I hate that you... I, 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 come on, bro. Come on, nigga. You, if you're going to uh, suck, suck rib sauce off your fingers... And hang with the niggas with the gators and the silk shirts. You got to learn how to eat ribs without getting sauce on your on your gators, nigga. Welcome to the family. Um, and you know, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that, uh, uh, Polinski. What was the name? Yeah. Da- David. You, yeah. You're Polish. Because um, I, I recently sent out an Instagram thing, and I don't know why. I, it doesn't even make sense for me to say it here. Because for the white people to listen to this, you already know who I am. You already know who I am. I just wish y'all would spread the word on Instagram and tell people that Aries does not dislike white people. Just because, you know, as a black person, I speak about consciousness and what we go through in the black community. That is such a threat to fragile white egos. But, okay. And people call me a racist and think I don't like white people just because I state facts about shit white people do. But, okay, on that one that you got a lot of, a lot of yeah. heat for, the one where you said, I like all people. But I love my people. I said, I, and I don't say like, I said love, because like and love is two different right. strengths. I said, I love all people, but I love my people. Okay, but what if, what if a white dude said that? Like a politician? What if he came out and said that? It'd How be would... viewed as racist. But, did you, but would you have a problem with it? Um, yeah, given the history of this country, there's a reason for that. He can't make that statement, because that means something else when they make it. Okay. That's like saying, you know, again, the old argument, would, you know, what if what if what if white people what if we had a BET? You do already. It's every yeah, it's, other, it's, all, it's NBC every, and CBS. It's and all NBC. the other channels. So we need self love. We need self education. Black people. We need a consciousness and a pride about ourselves. We have we can have a black pride parade because we live in a country that for so long has made us feel like we shouldn't have any pride at all. Okay, but okay. Let's say that, so. What if a white person said, uh, "I love all people, but I feel more comfortable around my people." That's totally understandable. That's understandable. That's just a human, that's just a that's human a, survival trait. Right, and it's a human condition, but, yeah. would, would, but would that still be offensive? Not to me. But do you think it would be offensive to... Uh, if a, but, but, what, but a politician would never come out and say that. No, he can't say that. But I'm just saying, well, he could. Trump, Trump. Well, there you go. <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> Where, but what I'm saying is, it, it does. It takes on a different tone. Right. It always has. When white people say it. Yeah. Yeah, because it comes with that tone of, I'm here. I'm here. You know what I mean, is that there's all that behind it? That secondary and again, like when, make, when, make, when James Brown made the song, "Say It Loud," I'm black and I'm proud. We needed that, and he made that song specifically because black people were looked at as, you know, nappy hair is bad, big noses is bad, 
Big lips is ugly. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. White people don't need that song. Okay, but then how far do we have to go before a group of white people do need that song? Why would you all ever need that song? What, we don't know. Let, let's say, let's say, like, we're... Well, okay. Uh, because, year, what, because what they're saying right now is in what year The are, year 2086. Okay. When there's seven white people left. Okay. Y'all need to galvanize and then we, for your whole and survival. And then we can... Then, we can, then, we can then you can sing that shit. All right. It's your seven-man-left rally. Um, Roman Sneed. What up, my nigga? Aries and Andy, longtime fan. Seeing you years ago at the Improv in Ontario. I've been catching up on the podcast. I started with the newest and been working my way through. I like y'all movie reviews and got a couple of requests. First, Sam Jackson movies, nigga. He wrote that, nigga. I really want to hear your take on all his movies, especially Unbreakable and whatever the latest one was called, Black Snake Moan. The latest. Yeah, he's done a couple of Nick Fury parts since then. Yeah. Uh, also, since you did the Rocky Breakdown, I want to hear another Sly series about the Rambos, especially since this nigga got a new one. Much love and respect to you and Andy. Yeah, and this one is called uh, The Last Blood. The first one was called First Blood, and this is called The Last Blood. Thank God. This nigga looks so old. Can he put some gray in his hair just so that it looks normal? I think it would be a joke. But... Let's be real. I'm going to go see the motherfucker. Of course. For two reasons. One, it's my childhood. He's my childhood. And two, because it actually looks like a decent fucking movie. Oh. He's here? Yeah. Let me uh, put this on hold for just a no, second. No, we're almost done, but go ahead. Uh, you, oh, uh, no, we are done. We can, we can wrap this one up right here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go see it, man. Um, and, yeah, Sam Jackson, that would be a great one to do where we do... Um, Movie stars. There's enough on that plate, motherfucker. All right, there it is. All right, man, we're out. Uh, you can catch us on, uh, well, you can catch me on andycomedy.com. All my social media is in the upper right-hand corner. And uh, other than that. Yeah, and uh, make sure anytime you want to talk to us, send us emails. I'm at Spears 45 at Hotmail. Don't forget to subscribe to Patreon. Don't forget Cameo. I'm still trying to get my Instagram up. And uh, all of that. See y'all next week. Can you feel it, baby?